Welcome to episode 7 of In the Doghouse, presented by For Whom the Cowbell Tolls. This is the post-national championship edition of the program. We skipped a day. We, we, we did skip a day. Super sad. We, we literally could, were too sad to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm still sad. I'm sad, but at the same time, it's hard to be too sad. But you just wonder, are we ever going to get over that <laughs> hump? We've been there twice now. Do we even have to wonder anymore? I think we just know. We're going to get into this a little bit later, but we're never going to win one in football. Mm-mm. I've just come to that conclusion. It's going to come down. Right now, baseball, women's basketball are two best shots. In men's basketball, I mean, you never know. It's like if you saw a team like South Carolina go all the way you know, to the Final Four. But maybe it'll happen one day in our lifetime. But it's just hard being a dog sometimes. The worst. It's it's literally so hard. That's what she said. Anyways. <laughs> Gracious. We got a great show for you. We're going to talk about the Lady Bulldogs and their legendary run. We're going to talk baseball. Hmm. Bright spot. Swept Ole Miss. We're go- which is going to bring us into our segments. The Ole Miss L's of the Week. Mm-hmm. And with Super Bulldog Weekend coming up this weekend, we're going to give you the who's in left field mm-hmm. for Kentucky. So you can uh, make sure to harass. That's fighting Mingeons. That's right. Welcome uh, old Minge back, back to Duty Noble. But uh, make sure that you uh, harass those guys that are out in the outfield this weekend. But let's get into it. Lady Bulldogs, obviously, if you... If you don't know by now, everyone else knows. I called it. I called the upset of UConn. I almost <laughs> predicted the score exactly right. David Jeffcoat told me, because I predicted the score like to be 69, 67 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And David Jeffcoat was like, if you, my dad was like, well, we all know why you picked 69. And <laughs> David was like, if you were like a normal human being, you probably would have like actually predicted the score right. Which is a good point, but I'm not a normal human being. If you go look at the video that we did, I actually predicted us to win a game-winning shot. But I thought it was going to be 69-69 with 69 seconds left. So, therefore, it was sort of close. You were sort of close. But then when we did the show, <laughs> you predicted us to get beat by 20. We don't have to talk about we that. Won't, we won't bring that up, though. But what a moment that was. And... We said it would be the most Mississippi State thing ever to beat UConn, go to the national championship, and get beat, and that's exactly what <laughs> happened. Um, I mean, you could. I mean, you could tell from the beginning that's exactly what was going to happen. It was an incredible run there. Like that was so much fun. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. Be, watching that game, watching us, watching Morgan hit that shot to beat, you know, the best, the most dominant team in <clears throat> sports history. I mean, like a hundred eleven game win streak. I mean, that's that's pretty unbelievable. But I, I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. And, and whoever's listening, tweet us. Let us know your answer. I got two questions for you. Was that shot that Morgan hit, Morgan William hit, the best moment in Mississippi State sports history? Honestly, I think it is. It's a tough question. Is it? I had some. a lot of people agree with me. And I was kind of prisoner of the moment when I tweeted that. Mm-hmm. But... It's like, you know, four or five days later, and I still like, still feel like that's probably the greatest moment in the history of Mississippi State sports. All right. Let me ask you this, though. 
Is it the best or is it the biggest? I don't know if it's the best moment. I think it's the biggest moment, which is two different things. The big, the biggest is because all the free advertisement we got. I mean, Magda Johnson tweeted about it. All these like huge celebrities were tweeting about it, and having Dak courtside was unbelievable. But I don't know. I mean, if you think like I, I personally think it is one of the greatest moments ever. But if you were asked a general Mississippi State fan if that shot would have never happened, would you have been all right with it? I mean, like, then it really makes sense. But it was just. All right, comp- what do you think? Compare it to going to beat Auburn and go to number one in football. See, I think that was a a better moment and not a. Do you bigger think that moment. was bigger for better for Mississippi State sports? I think the women's shot, the shot, was bigger. Was better for better. Mississippi State yeah. sports. Yeah. I agree, which is why I think it's the best moment. I mean, I mean, I'll agree with you. In football, we ended play. up losing three games that year. Yeah, I'm playing devil's ad- advocate, advocate right now. Well, is that is that the team that just lost to South Carolina in the national championship? Is that the greatest team in Mississippi State sports history? I think it'll be the most remembered team because they're going to be more remembered than South Carolina. Because yeah, if some you came up to somebody right now or in 20 years and said who won the women's 2017 national championship, highly doubt anyone can tell you. Yep. But if you ask. Well, in that that time that they kept showing that quarterback on the sidelines and that who was that team that beat UConn to snap their winning streak? I'm I'm willing to bet that more people will know that that was Mississippi State than South Carolina. I agree Atlanta with you, but that didn't answer my question. I I don't know. I don't know. I think it's but you can argue whether or not it's the best moment. I think it's without question the best team in Mississippi State sports history. Mm-hmm. Like we never had a football team get close to that. Uh, baseball, you know, you, you, there's been some great baseball teams, but like I mean, the '96 Final Four team, you think about them, but like top five team, pretty much from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, beat UConn, go to the national championship game. We've never, I mean, the '85 baseball team didn't make even make it to national title. So, I think this is without question. The best team we've ever seen at Mississippi State. And the future's bright, too. I mean, it, it sucks losing the national title, but you've got your core group of girls coming back. We're going to miss Dillingham and Brianna Richardson, Corey, all those girls. We're going to miss them. But you got Vivian's coming back. you got Morgan William coming back, McCowan coming back. I mean, it's going. we're going to have a chance to be right back in that same situation next year. And... As long as we've got Schaefer, I re- you know, I don't know how UConn. I feel like is just going to keep rebuilding. Yeah, but they don't rebuild; they reload. They're going to reload. But I feel like Mississippi State women's basketball really has the potential to bring us a national title. I'm afraid we might have missed our chance. That yeah, I mean, that's like, exactly what I was thinking. You beat UConn. Yep. Get to the title game, and you and you just couldn't get it. A done. lot, a lot happened right. And then it all just went downhill. Like the, it's so sad. It's it's just it's hard it's to so talk. So frustrating, about. man. If you would have told me six months ago, I'd be this just no six year ago, that would be this distraught over a women's basketball game. I would have laughed. Uh, and this is this is what happens when somebody when you start winning. If you're if you're a Mississippi State coach, 
you know you have support as long as you win. Because if you, I mean, the hump was the whole lower section was full to watch a game on TV. Like, if you win, no matter what sport, people are going to come and support. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. That, that's been, we have some of the most loyal fans. I mean, we lost and we were cheering. Like, I mean, it's just. I sure wish you could have been the hump to watch the game. I sure wish I could have as well. But, you know, <laughs> things happen. Things come up. But Mississippi State, they'll be back. Maybe. <laughs> I just, I really, it's still hard for me to like find words to describe it because, I mean, it was so incredible. It's so sad. But God, it would have been nice. <laughs> just once, let me have something nice. Everything was going too good. I'd been saying that all week. Like we were sweep, we swept on this <laughs> baseball. Then you know we beat UConn to go to the national title. I was like, things are just going too good right now. Garrison Brooks did decommit, which we might have to save that for another show because we got a lot, but that was kind of a bummer. But um, everything was just going too good, and then you knew something. I mean, that's just being a Mississippi State fan. Something like that was bound to happen. And the highest of highs and lowest of lows being a Mississippi State fan, you lose, you know. Man, the lows are stinking low, though. Um, they're low. They are low. The highs, they, they're up there. But the lows, man, they just, it's like, I'm like a mouse. And Mississippi, I mean, I'm a cat. And Mississippi State fans, Mississippi State Athletics, is is like a human with a little rat on a stick and a string. And they just dangle it over my face. That's very creative. They'll let let me put my, my claws in there and let me feel it. And then they just rip it right out. That's, that's... As clear as I can make it be. That's what it's like. It, it's a horrible and great thing to be a Mississippi State fan. Mostly horrible. Sometimes great. Yeah. But mostly horrible. Yeah. Well, I want to go ahead. Can we start talking about happy stuff? We're, we're getting there. I just want to jump off my bed. I know one guy that's going to be on the hot seat. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fire Gino. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's lost it. Can't get it done anymore. He's lost control of the team. I'm, I mean, I just, I, I feel like, he's first of all, you know, what does he know about girls' basketball? Yeah, he's a dude. He's not even a girl. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I mean. He didn't even win the national championship. He didn't even win the national championship. He lost a game. I, I just feel like. It's hot. It's getting hot. And all it takes is one loss. And mm-hmm. his career's on the on the downslope. He he did such a great interview and everything after the game. He seems so classy. But when we hit the shot and he did that smile, that just made me so angry. I don't know why. I just looked at him and I just got so upset. I guess that was like him reliving on his great like reminiscing it just flashed right before his eyes his great career and he's like, It's all over now. Yep. He could literally feel his pants burning because his seat is getting hot. But I think Mississippi State beating UConn proves that UConn couldn't beat the Cleveland Browns, which is something that we discussed. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't beat Alabama. They, they can't beat Alabama. They couldn't beat the Cleveland Browns. Or can Mississippi State women's basketball beat the Cleveland Browns? That's a, that's a new question a new that we need, people need to start asking. Disregard South Carolina. They didn't. We Serious point. We had the toughest road to get to the national championship game. Ever, by, by the way. Hey, did we play a coach that we played three that straight played one seeds? Baseball for LSU. Did we play a coach? I heard that Kim Mulkey's son plays for LSU. So He's a coach the, at Baylor. So Kramer, Kramer Robertson, his mom, his mom, 
which that he, that's that means that she birthed him her, out yeah. of her cervix, and she's the coach at Baylor. Uh, and yeah. she has a son that plays at LSU. Okay, allegedly. See, I'm, I'm gonna need to, we'll need to check that. We'll need to check that. But yeah, next the the new question you need to, people need to start asking: Can Mississippi State women's basketball beat the Cleveland Browns? I think it all just comes back as RG three healthy. Um, I mean, if he if he's not, why not? Hashtag why not us? I think we kind of started that. Why not us? Actually, we did. Not Kurt Schilling. I agree with you. But back to my serious point, <laughs> we had. I, I I feel like I'm obligated to mention this because, I, regardless of as sad as I am about losing the national championship, I was still, you know, I'm proud. I'm proud of our team. I mean, that was. Absolutely incredible season. We don't get to experience things like that very often as Mississippi State fans. And I think playing overtime game, for, for, you played the nation's leading score. You played Baylor in the Elite Eight. Then you played in, in an overtime game. Then you played UConn in an overtime game. And then you had to play another one seed, South Carolina, in a title game. Fatigue set in a little bit. You could tell we just didn't have the same energy that we had had all week. And... South Carolina, credit, give credit to South Carolina, but they didn't have near as tough a road to get there as we did. So, really, I think we're the true national champions. In my in my in my mind, Mississippi State. We mm-hmm. should hang a banner anyway. Schaefer um, needs a raise, by the way. Yeah, let me let me let me let me jump right in here real quick. I don't want to bring it up, but Dak Prescott's one zero in the Final Four when Mississippi State plays in it. He's there. He should retire from he, the NFL. He must have been like, there's no way we're going to beat UConn and spent literally every dime he had to buy those like 20 seats in that area and just couldn't go to the next game. That's the only thing I can imagine. See, what I heard from, from a source was that he tried to buy a box mm-hmm. and they didn't have any boxes. Mm-hmm. Boxes available. So Where did we hear this from? Who said this? Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we heard the it child together. Braxton but- Brock. But I couldn't remember what we heard. But, uh, so he had to buy those seats. And literally the camera was on him almost as much as it was on the game. If my dad screamed, put the camera on the game one time <laughs> during that game, he screamed it 10,000 times. It was hilarious. But uh, I, I'm starting to believe, you know, if Dak retired from the NFL mm-hmm. and just went to every Mississippi State sporting event, we'd have we'd have national titles and, and everything. Because that was... He's literally, I mean, no one thought we were going to beat UConn, but Dak Prescott shows up, mm-hmm. and look what happens. <laughs> what can the man not do? Uh, honestly. Now, next point I made, uh, Schaefer needs a raise. We need to do everything we can to stop texting, respect the show, please. You're still doing it. Dude, it's important. Goodness gracious. Schaefer needs a raise. We got to do everything we can to keep him here. I don't know how important this is to most people though, because when it is just girls basketball, but he's my favorite coach that we've ever had. Like I, I just love everything about him. I don't agree with him sitting Morgan William in the fourth quarter, but what about them running sprints for two hours the day before the see, national that, championship? That's hearsay. Like okay. who actually knows that? Three people that did actual articles about it. 
Who did actual article? I favorited on it? one of the tweets. Some, I saw a random tweet. Some that said lady that. from ESPN who was verified. Let's see if I have it. See, I just don't know if that's true. And if it is true, I don't know how. I, I still don't know how much that had to do with us winning and losing that game. Well, I don't know. So if it's if it is true, should we fire Schaefer? I mean, whatever you like, I guess so. No, honestly, we need to get. If we have to pay, I don't care how much money we got to give him. I want him to be here in the football like program. Just yeah, and just fire cut off football program. We're a women's basketball. Polo UAB. Actually, you could, we could like, you know, if Howland ship starts sinking on the men's program, mm-hmm. just let him coach both. Little private school, high school action, exactly. right? Exactly. Or Schaefer just coach everything except for softball. Why not softball? Because what does he know about girls? Well, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> well, I guess that's all we're going to talk about for the booby dogs because. It's just making me sad all over again. Let's move on to something happy mm-hmm. and talk a little baseball. Mm-hmm. They're back. <laughs> they are back. Michigan State as baseball. We're, as we're beating Florida International, actually we're tied right now. They're back. When they, they, we've gotten, we've retired. We've gotten, what is it? Oh, good gracious. I'm not even going to look at it. <laughs> we're back. But we're still to, back. We're back to being an elite <laughs> program. It's amazing how... You can go from elite to not elite to elite all in the same year. Yep. Literally. All you have to do is be on this. It's amazing. And it's, it seems like it's only like this in baseball. Like, because it's happened every year. The past three years. Beginning of the season, they're talking about talking about firing the coach. It's mm-hmm. fire Cohen, fire Cohen, fire Canizero. And now everyone loves a guy again. It's amazing how that can happen. You, but, know, you know what we need to do? We need to get Kendall Rogers' number. And every time we do a show, call them and ask them if we're going to host. That's one of the segments we're about to discuss right here. <laughs> we got to get somebody that has his number. We we we'll get on that. I'll see. We'll see what we can do about that. But big time sweep over Ole Miss this weekend, which brings us to our Ole Miss L's of the week. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss baseball lost three games to Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are your Ole Miss L's of the week. <laughs> so we got that out of the way. But. Really impressive wins. I was kind of nervous. I didn't know what to expect. It was a struggling pitching staff against a struggling offense, and apparently their offense just really sucks. They can <laughs> they cannot hit at all. Um, they need to bring the shaver out there and let him toss the rock around. Shave, shave Patterson. The shaver. Shave my butt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was pretty good, didn't it? <laughs> no, but seriously, I was there. Nothing like beating Ole Miss in Oxford. That last out, uh, the well, last at bat took like on Friday or yeah Friday night when Colby Bortles filed off like 107 pitches, and then we got the out, and then the last out, Brent Rooker. Brent Rooker, good lord, <laughs> that man is not human. Like he is absolutely incredible. He had a home run just a second ago, like unbelievable. I mean, he might be having. While we're, I'm, I'm giving a lot of these, mm-hmm. but he might have be having the best season of any Mississippi <laughs> State athlete ever. And that's that's a debate for another is day. Brent I love elite. bringing those things up. Is he elite? He's elite. He is unbelievable right now. If I had, like, without looking and, like, really over-exaggerating it, he has to have over half of our total RBIs. He's got to. He's got, like, almost 50, right? He's unbelievable. 
We our top three hitters in the lineup, Mangum, Worker, Gridley, are really, really good. Poor Jake in a sophomore slump. Oh yeah. Only hitting four hundred. Not I mean not even close to a thousand. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be able to bat a thousand this year, which is so just you know I don't is know. Is he what I'm on the hot say. seat? Is he gonna he, get cut? That's a possibility. It's not like he can he's pitching like either. It's not like he's our Sunday starter or anything. Mm-hmm. But those three guys at the top of the order are really good. The rest of the guys are just really gritty. But when we won on the freaking drop third strike, that was like that was just absolutely hilarious. That's when I was like, man. And then because we won that game, then we went beat UConn, and then I'm like, something's got to go wrong. Like, but and it did. But did great we, weekend. Did we overall. win because they threw it in the dirt? Dirt. I think that's exactly what happened. Saw that in a tweet. If you tweeted that, shouts out. Uh, thanks. Wasn't a whole lot of beer showers oh, in Oxford. Boy. I threw a few because of my boy. Dude, Cody Brown poo-pooed on a ball Friday night, too. Went over like, into our bullpen. Poo-pooed on it. Literally. There was some turd action. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, where'd you poop? Hey, Flying M. Where'd you poop this oh, yeah, week, bro? Shout out to the Flying M. He took a dump at the national championship. That's elite status. Flying that, M. That's legendary. Maybe wow. one day I'll get to poop at a national championship. Don't use the women's. Ooh. Oh, nice. Ooh. Uh, Ole Miss. <laughs> I've got something to say. They got a lot of guys on their team that like to dye their hair. God. Dye their hair blonde. That's kind of their trend. I just want to talk about how offensive that is mm-hmm. to people with brown hair. <laughs> Are they ashamed of their brown hair? Should I be ashamed of my brown hair? Yeah. I've, I'm yeah. a little bit triggered by all the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to bring that up. And I wanted to bring this up. Everyone get on Twitter. Start tweeting at Kendall Rogers. <laughs> ask him if we're going to host. It's about that time. I tried to get y'all to do that at the beginning of the year. <laughs> no one did it. I'm being serious. Everyone that listens to the show needs to get on Twitter. Start tweeting at Kendall Rogers. After every game we play... And ask him if we're going to host. Because that's a yearly thing. I remember last year, it was a little every time I refreshed my feed, someone was asking if we're going to host. Let me say something about Ole Miss real quick. I don't, not like, I mean, I hate them, but I'm not like the the guys that just hate everything about them. But they're baseball players. i got to watch it here because I don't know the correct terms I need to use. Everyone, they're, first of all, their walk-up songs, horrible. Horrible walkout songs? Horrible. Is that how you say that? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible walk-up songs. Like, absolutely terrible. But every one of their baseball players is like that guy that you knew just growing up that you couldn't stand being around. They're all just <laughs> T-O-O-L-S's. They're those. They're hammers and screwdrivers. That word, I don't know if we can use that. It's 2016. But they are awful. I hate them. I don't like them very much either. Not personally. I just hate the team. Oh, speaking of guys that suck, almost people that, that mm-hmm. I hate, Cinquez Golson, what an idiot. <laughs> like, what a moron. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. That made me so mad. Well, it didn't really make me mad. It was just like, what are you doing like with your life, honestly? The picture he took in the line at Zaxby's. What an idiot. <laughs> like He just got cut like a week ago. <laughs> I mean, get get a get a job, dude. <laughs> like, and find a better place to take a picture besides in front of the drink fountain at Zaxby's. 
Like my, Jesus. We did learn that we did like Zaxby saw. What does that Adam's. shirt even mean? I don't know. Like, did it even make sense? I think he just had that printed off on Vistaprint. He just like went, like university screen print up mm-hmm. here. He just went up there and was like, hey, I want this on the shirt. <laughs> and I'm going to wear it places and take pictures of Zaxby's in it. I mean, what a moron. I wonder, like, seriously what was going through his head. Uh, let me oh, get the number six. And he's uh, a sexist. Mm. I want to go ahead and get that, throw mm. that out there. Sinquez Golson's a sexist. He co- referred to our women's basketball team as just females. Oh, I can't do that. They're they're not just females, nope. Sinquez. They're it's 2016. Sinquez. Seriously, though, what was going through his head when he took that picture? Was he like, just let me order the number one? I don't think it was a whole lot of extra sauce. Extra and then fries, turn around, no coleslaw. And then turn around and be like, hey, bro, snap this pic. Yeah, let me get this picture in front of the drink fountain. I mean, couldn't he have, like, turned or something, like, walked outside? Found, like, he, there's so many better Take court. it at your house, bro. Well, mm. moron. Matt Intel's a moron. <laughs> um, the This is really funny, too. So, the women's basketball program at Ole Miss that uh, is under investigation... Actually, I don't. I don't know if you know this, but Ole Miss fans have come out and said that all the uh, violations mm-hmm. that they were under were women's basketball and track. Mm-hmm. So, not only are they under investigation, it's, it's not the football team. It's, it's all mm-hmm. women's basketball and mm-hmm. track. But the team that's currently under investigation uh, re- retweeted a tweet about Mississippi State women's basketball not doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. So, spin zone. <laughs> Nice job, Bad Incel. Very, very clever. And then he went and deleted. He unretweeted the tweet. Very that's, slick. That's that's Bush League. You can't undo a retweet. Delete a tweet, maybe. Don't undo a retweet. Bad Incel's an absolute idiot. First of all, you're hurting the dude's ratio on retweets that he had. You just took it away from him. But I thought as soon as they got they got beat by roast beef, grambling Southern Methodist. That I wouldn't be able to see that Muppet, Muppet-looking dude. Well, you would while. think when you lose in the NIT mm-hmm. to a SWAT team that you wouldn't be talking, you know, smack talking on Twitter very much. But Matt Incel, is a different breed. He's about to. I'm telling you, women, Ole Miss women's basketball, just women's basketball in the state of Mississippi is on the rise. They're about to be. They're Ole Miss about mm-hmm. to be an elite program, and they're going to do things the right way because mm-hmm. Mississippi State Mississippi ain't state tougher doesn't. than. And Ole Miss and anything. And anything. Especially not women's basketball. <laughs> what a jerk. I mean, golly. What, I mean, what do they feed them in Oxford? I, I just don't understand like their false sense of like where they get their confidence from. Entitlement. Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, Matt Insel, he's great for the rivalry. Like, he makes me actually care about whether or not we beat Ole Miss in women's basketball. Never have I cared before, but he is such a little wiener that, like, I want to beat him so bad. And it just, I don't understand. I mean, they have shown no signs that they're going to be, like, a good team to me. I mean, they've got some big girls. I'm just saying. But hey. All right, let's get into something else besides Ole Miss. They just ticked me off anyway. Let's move on. This is our one of our favorite segments. No, 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 no. This is our favorite. Okay. It's called. Who's wait, wait. No, this is. No, it is our favorite. Okay. It's called Who's in Left Field. As you know, we play the Kentucky Wildcats this weekend. They fight Minjians. Yep. 
and we're going to give you uh, who you might be seeing in left field this weekend or just anywhere in the outfield. So uh, you see these guys. When you see these guys and you're out in the lounge drinking a Coke, you can uh, heckle them and maybe even throw things at them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, don't throw things at them. And don't cuss at them either. But uh, first guy we got on the list is his name is Tristan Pompey. Pompey, isn't that a famous artist or something? Uh, or city? Pompey was the city they got destroyed uh, in the yeah. volcano. R.I.P. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Pompey. Um, his brother plays professional baseball for the Blue Jays, Dalton Pompey. So trying to follow in his in his mm. brother's footsteps. A little brew action. Uh, he's from Toronto, Canada. Hey. Hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so if uh, yeah, if you get heckled uh this weekend, Tristan. Sorry. <laughs> but you got to be careful with them. They may speak French. Yeah, okay. And that brings me to my next point. Mm-hmm. He's a communications maker, mm-hmm. which is probably, you know, due to the language barrier. Mm-hmm. He wants to be able to, you know, between Canada and the United States, he wants to be able to communicate better mm-hmm. with the natives in the U.S. Yes. You know, in Kentucky, yes. we speak English, whereas in Canada, they speak another language. Canadian. They speak Canadian. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that way... If he's a communications major, he's he's learning probably mm-hmm. learning the English language. People get confused, or he's just learning how to communicate. With yes, us. probably through a series of clicks. Mm-hmm. You know that was hello, what's up, Tristan? Yeah. And I said nothing much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that's one of your potential left fielders. The next one, his name is Zach Rex, R E K S. He's from Orland, Illinois. Fighting Alana. Yeah. Oh, he's got a smoke he's, show. He's got a sister. younger sister named Haley. Is she eighteen? And she's eighteen. Okay. So she's mm. fair game. Mm. So Zach, you done fluffed up. Y'all make sure you mention that. Oh, and look her up on Instagram. I'm assuming her last name is Rex. So let's Haley, her up. let's let's rate her. Yeah, let's talk? give her a rate. Let's find her. Haley H A L E Y Rex R E K S. See what we got. His father was a swimmer at Northern Illinois. I didn't even know you could swim in Illinois. I, did I figured not it would just be a bunch of friends. I wonder if lakes. he's kin to Michael Phelps. Probably. Mm-hmm. Or that guy whose mom's name was Dundee. Crocodile, who played for that team. Mm. Crocodile Dundee was his mom. They might be related. But yeah, his father was a swimmer. Is that her? Maybe. She goes there's to a, There's a five me. Oh, 2019, would she still be 18? Oh. Do the math. Hmm. See... What we got? She's a, We're just going to pretend it's her. No, it's... Can't be that many Haley Rex out there. What's what's the brother's name? Oh, uh, Zach. Zach. Oh, Zachary. Yep. We got we it. We got him. We got her. All right, so let's give her a right. Oh, yeah. Oh, Christian. Like it. Okay. This picture. Eh. Eh. She's only getting 170 likes also. If you're in a sorority, you only getting 170 likes. She eh. uses hella filters, too. Let's see what else we got. Oh, she got a mask on on that one. She likes donuts. She likes donuts. Is that mustard and ketchup? Why is she in front of a rock? I don't know. This is a terrible radio segment. Okay, I'm going to give her a... 6.6. I'm going to give her a 5.7. 5.7, final answer. I'm going to lower mine then. Oh, 6.3. She's not that bad. I would go 6.5. So, what's the mm. average 
Mm. So, y'all remember this when you're out in left field and Zach Rex walks out there. His sister, Haley, who's 18, is a 6.7. FAMU, University of Missouri. Shouts out. Shouts out to the Tigers. And uh, they they had a lot of issues over there (laughs) last year involving, Mm -hmm. like, some poop and racial, racist symbols. Mm -hmm. But, uh... Thoughts? Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers from Mizzou. But that's our show. That pretty much wraps things up. Pretty short show for you today. Oh, we need to shout out um, the winner of our bracket. Oh, yeah. Shout out Zach Claycom, fellow let's, brother. Let's do our top five here. What is the prize that they get again? Zach gets a... Uh, copy of Evan Almighty. He gets a copy of Evan Almighty. Claycom, Cowboys fan 364. That is, that is Zach Claycom. He won... Number two is, I think that might be Bright and Lowther. Bright and Lowther, wow. Two Kappa Sigmas. And three, M State 11. That actually may be Philip, our, our roommate. But let's check in to see where your esteemed host came in. I Houston was, 39. was 39th. Not very good. Hey, and I was in 47th and 42nd because I did two. What kind of prize do you get for 39th and 47th? You don't have to pay utilities over here because you're here all the time. All right. That's for, that works for me. <laughs> well, shout out to to those guys, mm-hmm. the winners of the most prestigious ESPN Tournament Challenge bracket of all time. It was a lot of fun. It was a great tournament. Also, shout out to the Tar Heels. A shout out to the referees for ruining the national championship. That was an game. awful game. Absolutely, unbelievably terrible. I'm so glad college basketball is over with. Because I'm tired of watching bad refs, and mm. hopefully they'll be. They have to do something. They got to reevaluate them. Like, I mean, it's just become so ridiculous. And before we close, I'm gonna say something real quick, real quick, real quick. I think me and you might have talked about this off air, but has this been like the worst three or four years of college basketball that you can remember? Not just because Mississippi State, but I've said this: the referees make it awful already. You can't breathe on someone without getting a foul. But I think the biggest thing that people aren't talking about is the how bad the one-and-done rule is. I think it needs to be like baseball, where you can go to the pros straight out of high school, but if you go to college, you got to stay three years. Because having seven freshmen out on the court is awful for basketball. The game is just going down because... I mean, back in the 90s and early 2000s, there was seven seniors on the floor, seven juniors on the floor. Yeah. And that just a lot of experience and a lot of talent. Yeah, these guys are talented, but they haven't seen a – I mean, it's just – the game it's is not It's a very enjoyable. controversial subject, though, because what if a guy goes and gets hurt and has a career-ending injury and never plays again, and he could have made millions of dollars if he left a year early? Well, that was his decision, don't you think? No, not if you go to college. If you're like on the verge of at a high school of being a draft pick and not being a draft pick, smart move would be to go to school and then if after a year, if you're ready for the NBA but you can't leave, you got to come back and play and you have a career-ending injury. But I mean, but I understand that. But what's the difference in that? And <coughs> like, what if I don't know? He goes for a year, he decides not to go. 
He he comes back. He makes the decision to go second year. Where? Go to the NBA after he comes to college. Yeah, after the well, first year. Well, he, you said he's got to stay three years. I know, but like, what? I mean, what's the difference in that? And then, I mean, two years. If he, I mean, if it's on the same level, because there, uh, nobody's going to go from undrafted to drafted in one year. They might. I mean, if you're drafting a bunch of guys out of high school, like if you're drafting college players and guys out of high school. Then yeah, you might be like on the verge of being a second round pick and not getting drafted, and then you go to college for a year, have a good. But year. you don't think it's better for college basketball? It would be. Role? It would make the game better. But I mean, you gotta think about like, is that fair to the players? I, w- I would assume it would be fair. I mean, they're, you're giving the the ones that want the opportunity to make money right out of high school because I mean that's hurting thirty kids a year. The top thirty players in the NCAA, or in the recruiting classes all could get drafted. I, I believe in that. If it was just a specific, then you'd draft. be making the NBA worse. Maybe because then you have a bunch of high school guys in the NBA. But they would be getting drafted only if they just they thought that they deserved to be drafted. It'd be it wouldn't be the okay. NBA. And then if they don't get drafted, they got to go to school. And then what if they get hurt? And they well, that's ruin just, their career. I mean, that's the same thing in they, baseball and basketball. I mean, in football, it's the same. And that didn't say that that was fair either. It, I mean, I'm not saying it's fair. I think fair. they should get paid be, in college. That's a whole other issue, but I agree. I don't know how they would work that out, though, but I agree that they should be getting something besides free books or free meals and free, free schooling. Yeah. I don't know how they would do that without bad stuff coming. But anyway. We're getting way off subject here. We'll save this debate for another day. But <clears throat> this was episode seven in the doghouse, presented by mm-hmm. for him the cowbell tolls. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Go dogs. See. You.